Monday because here I am and there you are. And Hope is here on the other side of the glass. Hello. Yes. There we go. Yep, it's uh, and it's getting dark again. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully somebody, you can all keep me posted on the Vikes game. They're playing uh, uh, the Cowboys tonight. They started at Ooh. 325. My grandpa so. is a Cowboys fan. Ooh. Ooh I got a text with him later there tonight. You go. Tell him to call in and tell us <laughs> how bad we are beating the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> We're keeping our fingers crossed. <laughs> Coming in, yeah, whatever called, got sacked. Good old, uh, um, now I just had a blame, brain f- fluff. Uh, da, 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 yeah, yeah, our quarterback. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. I haven't paid attention yeah, to this season, told him I can see his face, and now I'm, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. Just not think about it, and then I'll get it all squared away. But you know you're having a bad day on the way in. This poor person had a really bad day. Number one, got in a car accident. And it was very fresh for the fact that uh, there was no cops there, but one. The one that this car hit. Oh, no. <laughs> somebody, somebody T-burned a car, uh, uh, Lionel Lick's car, police car, police car. Oh. And somebody had stopped for it, at, you know, uh, and the police department is really close to there, so I knew it wasn't going to be much time. And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to be late <laughs> if I stop. And one person already stopped. Okay. So, so I was just kind of like, okay. And it must have, ju- I mean, I don't even know how I could not have seen it. Hmm. Because it like that, but anyway, so uh. I was uh, driving out uh, the, earlier this morning doing errands and stuff, and there was like three or four accidents. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was just oh, we got the light dusting the snow. Yes, and some and people, I was like, it, okay, is it slippery or are we right. just driving too fast? So uh, no, I, I was trying so. to be cautious. Well, too. two times that I got hit on the freeway, uh, on 35, it was that light dusting of snow. Yes, and somebody's I'm in the middle lane, and somebody's coming up on my left side, and all of a sudden they start. You know, oh, uh, fish tailing fish, a little bit, yeah, fishing and a boom mm. right in this. And luckily, if somebody would have been to my right, yeah, it wouldn't have been pretty. Luckily, oh. it pushed me all the way over, you know. So, but if anybody would have been there, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been pretty. It's so scary. So I, had, I had good guardian angels, yes. My poor, when I wake up in the morning, my guardian angels, oh crap, she's up. <laughs> <laughs> Time to here, get to work, <laughs> yeah, here she goes. <laughs> So, yeah, and so hopefully you guys got great questions for me today with all the new puppies and the new kitties being uh, gotten. I'm sure you guys got a lot of questions. One thing I want to bring up uh, is, okay, I'm sure many, many, many people are putting up the Christmas tree if they have not done already. And with new puppies and especially kittens that love to play with everything, uh, we have to decide on what and how you're going to trim your tree. Now, if you're going to trim your tree, uh, and the first thing I would say is keep the favorite ornaments and the heirlooms that you dearly love packed away (laughs) don't use them this year so that the tree goes over they don't get broke or whatever or the cat doesn't rip it apart or the puppy doesn't get a hold of it one thing that's really good now my katie canine facebook page you should check that out that somebody put up their tree in the corner and they put like kind of a plexiglass shield around it really (laughs) okay so and i've seen people put their uh build like a cage you know around so the cat and the dog can't get to it you can use baby gates you know for dogs and puppies so that they can't get to it yeah. and then uh, obviously toddlers if you got you know two-legged toddlers that's a way to keep money it doesn't look very festive but you know when you're home and the baby's sleeping and you can be there to get after the cat or the puppy you can pull you know the baby gates away but if you're going to be busy through the through the holiday or through that day you know we don't you don't have time and all of a sudden you hear crash <laughs> oh, yeah so uh, <laughs> there's many ways you can be uh but the big thing that i strongly suggest is especially with cats cats are intrigued by things that are shiny and dangle. So try to keep things that don't dangle. And that's what I did last year. It was my first year with Adeline. Okay. I was thinking about that in the end. What did I do last year? And I remembered <laughs> that I kept the dangly things up top 
and I just put things that kind of like sit on branches. <laughs> sure. And I didn't put it all the way. The bottom two layers, I put nothing on. It's like, oh, well, you know, at night when it's lit, you can't see the bottom two anyway. So yeah. what the heck. So, uh, but anyway, so that's what you got to do is that cats love dangly things, especially if they're sparkly. And if, I don't even know if anybody does this anymore. When they get a real tree, if they put tinsel on their tree, don't do it if you have cats or dogs, because that can get into their guts and cause a mess. Oh, if they lick it, you know, right. and swallow it type thing, because it's aluminum too on top of it. And so, yeah, if you do get a real tree, then don't put tinsel on it, all right? Uh, and then also another thing you got to pay attention to is how you put your lights on your tree uh, that the dog and the cat doesn't go up and find. You know how some people, like, hoop them down? There's some of them that will come down a little bit. Yeah. That the puppy or the uh, or dog or cat don't go up and chew on that. And then this is kind of like in Christmas vacation. Oh, you know, gosh. <laughs> the cat that got fried. Yes. <laughs> Not good. So you got to really, and if you do, oh, rabbits. Yeah, I'm surprised that I, I totally forget about rabbits. You know, there's a lot of household rabbits. Really? You know, oh, yes. Okay. I, I, I'm totally blown away. Anyway, and rabbits love electrical cords. And so what I strongly recommend that you do is run them through P PVC. Is it PCV or PVC? I can never remember. Uh, piping. The pipe. Yeah, the, the, the plastic piping. Run the electrical stuff through that, you know, that goes into the wall so that you hit So the rabbit, a.k.a. or the cat or the dog can't mm. chew on them. That's, uh, that's Interesting. huge. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huge. And, uh, and then presents, folks. Presents. <laughs> Please remember, if you get anything, whether it's for the dog, the cat, or a human that's food, if you wrap it, don't put it under the tree. What's going to happen is the cat and or dog or both is going to rip it open, and then we're going to have sick animals uh, probably top of the tree over, you know, because they're going to wolf whatever you got under there, right? So anything that's food for humans or the pets that goes in, wrap it, put it in the closet, and then when you're ready to sit around the tree, then bring all that stuff around. But think, uh, think think and uh, let's see what else but the big thing is dangly yeah, don't put the danglies and then things that mean a lot to you that are very special of course don't don't yeah. put them out and if you do put them out put them way up on a shelf or where you can kind of look at it yeah that's not the place you want it but right now you chose to get a new puppy or a new dog or you got a kitten that you got to kind of you got to work with them because it's really the worst thing that you can do is uh you know all of a sudden you got the er visit oh, and, yeah. and people boy people were have that have needed the er they've, they've sat in the parking lot at er you know waiting their turn for four hours before they get their dog or their cat oh, wow. in. and so that's why the last thing you want to do is an er visit so you better be diligent and making sure your pet doesn't have to or need one and has to pay attention to and i know some people string popcorn or, or cranberries still and now because people got time they might do it again <laughs> sure yeah? and that's great for trees that are outside you know for the birds and stuff but otherwise for the inside keep anything that's edible away don't do it i know it's fun i you know what though i didn't understand i've never, never done that well stringing the popcorn <laughs> uh, what got me so mad i'd say at least every third kernel when you go to put the needle through it like just split in half oh no it's the most frustrating oh. thing and then the stupid cranberries it, it was sounds like, like you need a lot of patience. Oh, with a cranberry, you wanted to take a, um, 
a pliers and jam the needle through the cranberry because your finger got sore after a while <laughs> pushing the needle through the cranberry to straighten it. And so it's like, now this is not my cup of tea, not my cup of tea. So, but uh, I'd rather do that. Uh, oh, you probably, you're too young for this. Well, you take construction paper and you cut a whole bunch of strips and then you fold them. Yes, and I it, remember doing that in school. Oh, they still like do elementary, yes. like young. Yes. Yeah, make the paper chains, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, for paper the chains. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I so, remember doing that. Well, good. You're not that young. No. <laughs> I'm not, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was huge. And, but that's what I, but you have for the safety of your animals, the safety of your house, everything. You know, you don't want a, a wire that got chewed that, you know, would either hurt the animal or start a fire in your house. Yes. Especially if you have a real, a real tree. So uh, just, and I was thinking about that this year is that maybe I'm going to put the big tree up or I'm going to, because uh, I got a short tree that's fiber optic and it's really pretty. But it's just not the same as the big tree. Sure. So I don't know. We'll see. Remember, I don't know. You weren't here last year with me. I, I what I did. I have my tree has got to be near what? I think probably thirty two years old. You know, my artificial tree. I got a really good do- deal on it, but yeah. it looks so real. But there's like how many levels to it? There's something like twenty levels to it. It's a oh, it's a wow. pain in the butt to put to. to well, you have time, don't you? Well, this yeah. would be the year. Yeah, but two years ago, I, I was just like, this is so much work. And so what I did is I went every other instead of every. Okay. And you know what, though? And I, I did the same thing last year. And the reason is because now you can see the ornaments better because hmm. they kind of fill in the gaps. So you can really see the ornaments. Sure, because sometimes branches they get in the way. hidden. Yes, yes, yes. And so, I, you know, if I put it up, I'm going to do the every other branch again this year. Okay. So, yeah. I would love to see a photo. Yeah. No, it's, uh, well, I tried taking a picture, but it doesn't do it justice. Okay. I it really you. doesn't. So anyway, so if you got a question for me, please give a holler. 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. What can you catch but not throw? What can you catch but not throw? Be back. All right. Thanks for tuning in. This is the KDK9 Show. I'm here every Sunday from 4 to 6. All right. What can you catch but not throw? I'm going to use our one caller suggestion. She was helping me out. She told me a cold. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. So give her the credit, but I felt good with that answer. (laughs) Yes. Well, is that good? Look at that. Oh, look at you got helpers. I do. Of course, I got the I got the answers. <laughs> well, yeah. You have the book of answers yes, over there. That's cool. Good. Everybody's I love everybody's that joining along. in. That's good. That's yes. good. Okay, who's up first? We have Carrie, and she has a question about uh, puppy and potty training. All right. Hi, Carrie. Hi. So uh, you got my you, mom just got, got a cavapoo. It's like fifteen weeks old. Okay. And she takes her out, and she does both, one and two. Yep. And then she'll come in, play around for a little bit, and then about 10 minutes later, she goes in the corner and poops. Yep. Uh, welcome to puppyhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, when you're teaching potty training, you want to go out like on a 15-foot line or a 24-15-foot line is pretty good. If you have it any shorter, a lot of dogs feel that you're standing right above them, and it kind of unnerves them. They can't be as relaxed, okay? Okay. So you bring her out to the spot, and then now make sure, because it's a smaller dog, and we have Minnesota, you know, you don't want it in the back 40. You want it, you know, accessible to all four seasons, right? So right. You, so you go out to the potty spot, stand still, and like in a chain, 
go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. Maximum times two minutes. If not, now you're only out there to go potty, not go potty and then go for a walk. Okay, okay. Br- bring her back in. And then let's say the first thing in the morning you get a piddle and a doo-doo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's say you just get the piddle the first time around. The second time around for two minutes, nothing. Bring her back in. Put her in the kennel. Feed her. Okay. And then 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes after she gets done eating, open the kennel. Take the bowl out. Take the pup out again. Now, now the thing is, is that now the key times that do- the dogs have to go potty is right when they wake up in the morning, right when they wake up from a nap, right after they get done playing. Now, you said that she came in and she was playing, correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that loosens things up. So after you're go- you're done playing, yeah, I would take her for another trip, you know, outside just to see. because And then right after eating and drinking, that's another, you know, time that you want to get them out to go potty. And so the whole thing is don't give the dog freedom for a while because you have to get her trustworthy first. So usually the first week to two weeks, depending on how it's going, the pup is tied to you when you're, you know, when they're out of their pen or their kennel so that you are right on top of the situation. You know, even if you're playing ball, then, you know, she's playing ball, dragging the leash right in front of you. All right. And then now if you're just sitting around, then she's on a leash with you. You're holding the leash. So what you're watching for is the potty dance. And some dogs just, you can tell if it's a, they're sniffing the floor, like, where do I put it? Or am I, I'm sniffing the floor because I'm looking for a crumb. <laughs> so you, right. you kind of learn that potty dance type thing. Okay, so then now the first week to two weeks, the, the dog is on a leash with you. If you don't have time, then she's in her kennel or she, she's in a pen. And then um, then the second week, well, let's just go second week. Second week, you let them drag it, but they have to stay in the same room as you. Third mm-hmm. week, that you let them drag the leash, but they can have more freedom in the house. And then the uh, fourth week, you're going to take off the, the leash and start giving them more freedom. So you just got to do it in baby steps so the dog truly understands what is called and where it goes. And then you get to know how the dog cycles the food and water because they all do it a little bit different. Do you know what food she's feeding? Yeah, it's uh, Nutrisaurus Chicken and Rice. Okay, now is it this is it, is it for the puppies for small to medium breed? Yes. Yeah. The thing is, is that's really, really rich and it's high fat and high protein. And some dogs can't do that. So it seems like they're kind of pooping machines. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And so that's why I would strongly suggest that you just go to their just regular, they call small bites. Okay, they got turkey and rice, and um, I can't remember. They got three formulas in the small bites. Because it doesn't say puppy on it, don't worry about it. You, you, the dog will be just fine. Or if you're really worried about it, then do half, like, turkey and rice and half what the food she's doing, you know, the puppy food that she's feeding now. Because like okay. I can say that is, the, I've, I've heard that time and time again from the small to medium puppy that it's a little bit too rich for some, and they, they are like pooping machines, okay? Yeah. Because yeah. they can't utilize the richness of it. So that's what you want to do. But they've got the small bites in, you know, turkey and rice. I think it's beef and rice for small bites. And I think there's a chicken and rice. But anyway, when you're going to rotate the formula, you know, when you're going to add, just start in with a little bit at a time and just watch the doo-doos. All right. So because they start getting a little loose, you're going too fast. All right. Okay. Yeah. But the big thing is, is that you just can't give this pupper a chance. And, and some people, what I tell them to do is write it down there every morning on the refri- on the refrigerator. Put a new piece of paper. So let's say six a.m. out piddle. 
6.05 out, piddle, doo-dooed, 6.15 in, and eight, fed. Uh, 6.30 out, another piddle. You know, so you kind of get a rate. The thing is not to take the dog out too often because otherwise what happens is that they don't learn bladder control, you know, how to hold it, you know, for the muscles in the bladder to hold it longer and longer and longer if you take them out too often. All right. So that's why you want to, you know, be aware, at, like I say, right after first thing in the morning, right after uh, playing, right after eating and drinking, you know, so that that you are on top of it. You don't even get some dogs. Literally. I mean, you stop playing ball and they'll take like three steps and then they go potty. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why what you just got to do is get used to the dogs. And then, like I say, you're teaching her what potty is called and where to put it. All right. That's okay. that's the main thing. And then are she using piddle pads? No. Good. Because you dogs you really should learn to go potty outside. But don't give the dog any freedom in the house. When you get to the point where the the dog is off leash with freedom in the house. Okay? Then uh but that's you worked into that by 4 weeks, right? You do, okay. everybody just wants to hurry up and get the dog off the leash and give him freedom in the house and that's just going to bite you in the butt. Anytime you don't have a chance to you know have the leash either in your hand or watch them, you know, while you're going through the series, then they're in their kennel or in their playpen. So you know exactly where that dog is and what so if they do have an accident, it's contained and it's not through your house, all right? Okay, so it's not like a certain age where they kind of get it. It's just you no. got to work with them over that month no. period. Yeah, my daughter was potty trained when she was a year and a half. My grandson, oh. <laughs> it was three and a half. I was, I was, yeah, I was so spoiled with my daughter. And anyway, but the thing is, is that everybody wants that time. They should be potty trained by two months. No, the whole thing is every dog is different in how it's re- perceived, how the owner teaches it, what it's called, and where to put it. All right. Just remember okay. not to walk around outside. You stand still with your foot, 15 foot line. You know, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. And then when they do go, just call me, go good potty or good busy. Don't say good girl or good boy. Remember, that gets them all nutsy in the heads. Recess, we don't have to think. So you want to get used to thanking the dog. And don't use treats. And the reason is, I see more and more people, the dog races out, splashes, races back. Okay, you think they're done. You come in the house, you get the treat and you'd no sooner turn your head and doom, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you want to, and then you also remember now with the cold weather sitting in, a lot of dogs will go out and just take the top of their tank out. They don't truly release the whole thing. So you got to pay attention to how long they're, they're peeing. If it's just a quick splash, you know they didn't relieve the whole tank. Okay. okay. So let them come back in, get warmed up, then go back out again. On the windy, snowy, cold days, you're going to want to double dip them maybe three times out to make sure each time they got a piece of their tank off okay okay so just just baby steps it'll all come together but there is no set time that if your dog isn't potty trained by this age that you got a nut okay no don't worry about that it's just getting to know your dog and how they process things all right that okay great. okay kiddo thank you much thank you have Thanks. a good have a good day you too bye bye did you know, have you checked on the Vikings game yet? No, I haven't. Oh, okay, well, when we get time, I know you don't have anything to do over there, so what the heck? <laughs> trying to r- produce your show, help you out here. <laughs> and then, yeah. But that we is- are running to break soon, and we have yeah. like a minute. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I can maybe... Check it on. No, but Check no, on. I, like, I didn't even. I didn't even power. I suppose I could be not lazy and power up my side here. I done that. So anyway, okay. Well, should we take the next call? Oh yeah, we got a question. Give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero seven one. And apparently, no, because we're going into break. So then, 
what uh, what always goes to bed with his shoes on? What always goes to bed with his shoes on? We'll be back. All right, now this one I kind of disagree with in a way, and I'll explain why. Okay. Okay, what always goes to bed with his shoes on? I really, I don't know. A horse. A horse? Yes. Well, horse okay. shoes? Right. Okay. But, see, but, you know, not all horses are shoed. Like my horses. Correct. Once I quit riding on the dirt roads, and the, well, the pavement is really a killer, you know, because it really shaves their feet down you know mm-hmm. and so once i stopped riding you know on this on the shoulder of the roads and stuff like that i quit shoeing my horses but the thing so technically not horses all horses have shoes but if they do have shoes yes they always yes. go to bed with their shoes on <laughs> well i but like now that your we reasoning clarified. though yeah now that we clarified that all right uh, hey we got open lines 651-641-1071 and you know folks with all the new puppies and all the new dogs rescue dogs that have been rescued and the new kittens and cats i know you guys got questions so give a holler 651-641-1071 who's up we have Jill, and she actually helped me with the previous riddle. Oh, she's the one. Yes. Hey. Um, she has a question about different types of dog food. Okay. Hey, Jill. Thanks for helping Hope out. She needs a lot of help. I do. I do. <laughs> Are you there, Jill? Hello. Uh-oh. Boop. What were you oh, doing to me? Oh, maybe she put me Hot on diggity, hold. Let's dog see. All right. Okay, let's move forward until we can get a hold of a Jill. But there again, like I said, we got open line 651-641-1071. Um, another thing that I remember last week that uh, there was a, a caller that called in where the dog barks at the TV, you know, or, door, you know, and some dogs bark because the doorbell rings, you know, then you folks just put them on a leash and try to put in a movie that you know that there's dogs barking or doorbells ringing. And then when the dog goes to, you know, like the ears go up, the tail goes up, you know, go give them a, ah, ah, leave it. Okay. Or if they're barking, ah, quiet. And you remember, you can either use a shape can, a pop can rinsed out, put five pennies in it. And remember, it's ah, to get their attention, a growl. And then shake the can or blast the water into their face with that plant mister here, mister, with water. Set it on stream. And so, and then what you want, quiet or leave it. And so there's a consequence for the dog going. So your goal here is that you obviously just go, ah, 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 quiet, and the dog will quiet. Or, ah, 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 and the dog's going to leave it. So you've got to do a little bit of training because some dogs get, and says people don't realize sometimes they encourage it for the fact that when the dog, you know, uh, you see another dog, oh, look, at there's a dog on TV. What do you think? What do you think? You know, they rev the dog up. Just like there's some people, what they do is they rev the dog up for the door. And they wonder why the dog is such an idiot when people come over. It's because, oh, who's at the door? Let's go see. Is that mommy? Is that daddy? Oh, let's check this out. And you wonder why you get a dog that is just wah factor at the door. Don't rev the dog up for the door. You want, when you got company coming over or anybody coming over, say, Ignore the dog. Don't look at the dog. Don't touch the dog. Just walk on by. And if you're, I got your uh, poop in a group, <laughs> you're going to have a leash by the door. So before you open the door, you're going to put the dog on the leash. And you can say, just a minute, you got the dog hooked up. Now you're going to be facing east and west if your company's coming in north and south. You want people to walk past you, not into you. And if your dog is really being a jumping garbanzo bean, I don't know if garbanzo beans junk, but anyway, a jumping bean, just stand on the leash. We've talked about this before. Stand on the leash so that if the dog is standing, his head is dipped a little bit. But if he sits, 
the collar goes a little bit looser, and if he lays down, the collar goes totally loose. So anytime the dog is jumping and just getting out of hand, just step on the leash. So now let them figure out that, you know, let them do their own correction, and all of a sudden they're going to settle down really quick. All right, where let, are we at? Let's try Jill again. She okay. just called back. Okay. Hi, Jill. Hello. Hey, there, Jerry. are, Jill. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, Katie. Hey, last time I talked to you, we were talking about... Um, different kinds of dog foods and uh-huh. and um i had mentioned the blue uh-huh. and you didn't really care for that no. and i can't remember what you said why you don't care for that well we're not supposed to slam products <laughs> on the radio okay, okay, uh, okay. but what it is is that what you got the main thing what you do is you want to read the ingredients all right first of all yeah. then you've got yeah. to know what quality of food do they put into their food? There's chicken, and, and then there's chicken. You. Right. <laughs> and so I can answer that off here, but I can't here. But all I ask, all I say is, is that, you know, if you get to know, like with Nutrisource is a family-owned company, and they yeah. have never had a recall in 50 years, all right? And so I'm oh. making dog food. And so that's why, like, the quality of their product is unlike, un, uh, there's very few that it can even compare to theirs. And so uh-huh. that's why, like I said, if you understand, you Google, like, each uh, company. And most yeah. of the, the, the companies are, are they're becoming corporate-owned, believe it or not, yeah. like Del Monte, uh, Procter & Gamble, Colgate, things like that. Are, you know, they're kind of buying yeah. the pet industry up. And, of course, yeah, with yeah. corporations comes, you know, they want their profit, right? So right. then what's the quality of things that are they buying? So that's the whole thing is that that's why I'm so nuts about Nutrisource is because I, I know the quality of the ingredients and okay. they're good for life is huge. They're unlike any other food that's out there. So you just right. go to their website and look up that they're good for life that's patented. It's a four yeah. thing and yeah, it's, it's awesome. And that's why. So there's because most of the dog foods, are, what it is, is that they do a heck of a lot of advertising and the more products advertises the more they're trying to tell you that they're out there and then they're but who's paying for that advertisement you are and then also too that you are in a way where you got to have a budget for advertising so maybe we need to take it out of the ingredients that we're feeding we'll just feed a lesser ingredients do you understand right. yes, and so, I do. yeah yes. and so that's why like I say what I, I just seen dogs bet do better on others is what uh, and that's like I say I what I, I've uh, over the years I just I've learned about the different companies out there and how, what yeah. their process is and stuff like that. And so, like I say, I just can't tout the pleasures of Nutrisource more than anything. So that's yeah. why. I know you're a lover of that one. I yes. know you are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, read the ingredients. I gotcha. Right. And then, they, like I say, their protein, you know, the, but the whole thing is, is that, yeah, because it's... Uh, if you get to... There's a book out there. It's called... I was just, just talking about it. Uh, Net... Nestler is what the, let's see, Feed Your Pets Right. Feed Your Pets okay. Right by Nestler. And uh-huh. not Nestle, but Nestler. <laughs> okay. 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 And then that she opens up and gets you to understand the dog food companies are really cool. And so the, yeah. if you read that book, that will help you, you know, too. But see, I also feed, you know, I just don't feed dry food. You know, I do some raw. I do some freeze yeah. dried. I do some dehydrated. You know, I believe in a huge rotation for my dogs. So. Yep. Yep. Okay. Switch on and off beef, rice. Yeah. Yeah. The more you yep. can rotate, the healthier the dog is. Remember, they were put on this earth to be scavengers to eat everything and anything, not just right. eat the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. share pizza, okay. share stuff. Just no the typical no raisins, grapes, macadamia nuts, chocolate. Every, that's everybody knows the spiel. <laughs> right. right. Okay, Katie, oh. thank you very much. Thank you, Jill, and thanks for helping Hope for the answer. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's pretty funny. All right, uh, where are we at? Oh, there we are. Okay, let's take it. Let's take another call then. All right, we have Jean, and she has a question about fight or flight syndrome. All right. Hi, Jean. Hi, how are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper are we talking about today? Well, she's a mixed breed, kind of a Brittany Spaniel mixed with something rescue dog. Okay, sounds good. How long <laughs> have we had her? Uh, she's a year and a half. We've had her since she's been four months. Four months, okay. So what's going on? Yep. Well, she is, she absolutely loves our family, mm-hmm. but she, anybody else, she is just going to either attack them and eat them, okay, or she's going to try to attack them and then run. Right. And nobody's ever done anything to her to uh-huh. hurt her or scare right. her or anything, mm-hmm. but it just seemed like the, it, the older she's gotten, the, the more it's came on. You bet. You bet. Okay, what this dog yep. it's uh you what all dogs have a person, you know, breeds have tendencies, but every dog has a personality to work with. When you see a dog that is kind of skittish outside of their own pack, that's a dog that lacks confidence and needs to have the constant confidence built. But the big thing is that's their personality. It's not what somebody did to them. It's called mm-hmm. personality. That's what they were born with. And so what she just like if a child is kind of on the skittish side, we try to do things to enhance their confidence. Confidence to that, so they can slowly grow and be more okay with things that would used to bother them. And that's the same thing when you get a skittish dog. First of all, when somebody comes over to the house, that dog is on a leash. It, this dog is never free for quite a long time. Yeah. Okay. The yep, second thing, yep, yep. And the second thing is, is nobody to look at the dog, touch the dog, nothing. Have you ever noticed that when a person doesn't like a dog or a cat and they go over to somebody's house that has one? Okay, they just totally ignore it. They don't want to interact with that thing at all. But what happens? Oh, about 10 minutes, 15 minutes into it, the dog or the cat is on top of that person like, well, who are you? <laughs> and the reason is is because that person is leaving them alone and not putting them on the defense, trying to hold them or kiss them or pet them. So the animal gets a chance to warm up. But right away, when any time a dog or a cat gets close enough to a person that likes dogs and cats, the hand comes out and that scares them and then away they go. All right. Okay. If, if they mm-hmm. can sit on their hands, <laughs> and, you know, and totally ignore the dog or the cat, then eventually, the, you know, this might have take a couple weeks of coming over where all of a sudden mm-hmm. now they're going to come up quicker and slower. I mean, faster. Now, one thing that you can. Well, first of all, you want to start teaching tricks and doing yeah. brain teasers. Yeah. And I have been teaching her tricks, and good. she's doing really good at that. Good. Yep. And then you're going to play the what is this game. You put the leash onto your left hand and take your pointer finger of your right hand, and you go up to just a weird thing, like the corner of a couch, and touch it and go, oh, what is this? What is this? What is this? And what you want for her to do is come up very confidently and touch her nose to where your finger is, like, well, let's check this out. At first, though, if she's wary, it's going to happen. She's going to be like off to your side kind of push back where she wants mm-hmm. to come up but she's nah i'm not sure about this and so what's going to happen you just keep going what is this you do it three times so what is this if she doesn't come up to it we move on to something else well let's say we go the what is this and she does take one or two pause 
step forward. Stop saying what is this and start praising her. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Look at you. Look at you. And so what you were after is baby steps for her to accept new things. Uh, like in my puppy class, I have them jump in and out of inner tubes, great big, huge inner tubes, jump in and out yep. of one of those plastic pools. Uh, all this go under chairs. All this is you're teaching new words, teaching them what they mean, and then you're, you're working together as a team building confidence. And so that's what okay. you got to do. And so that's why when people come over, well, well, we got to run the break. You want to hold on so we can work on building confidence? Yeah. Okay, hold yep. on, folks, okay? Okay, you, you ready? You ready for this one now, Hope? I'm ready. What am I? That's it. We'll be right back. Okay. All right, thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it greatly. Okay, now remember, now the, what I mentioned before we went to break. Now remember, these are riddles and you know, problems. Okay. Oh, so you I gotta didn't get take, that part. So you gotta take you. <laughs> so you gotta take what I said into that gist. Okay. What am I? A riddle. A problem. I don't know. You, oh, you're you're almost there. Am I? A question. Yes. Oh, yes. Ding, ding, ding. Woo. You, I, that what, because we remember, that's not what am I personally. I'm a dog trainer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no. Okay, so being a riddle, what am I? And you're right. A question. A question. Yay. Yay. See, you can do it. There. Thank you for your help. Come again. We can't stay so long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going back to Jean. Yes. She got a, ta- a pupper that's uh, kind of on the skittish side. Hey, Jean, now does uh, this pupper get along with other dogs? Uh, she does. Um, we have one other one who's four years old, and uh, they're fine. Okay. And then, um, but other dogs that just walk past our house, you know, with people taking walks. Okay. She runs to the end of the yard and she's going to just attack them. Okay. Okay. I get, I get, <laughs> and, okay. And they've uh, done nothing to her. No, no, no. It doesn't, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference. Okay. So, uh, the thing is, is that the worst thing you could do, and this is heads up to anybody that has a shy dog that lacks confidence, never take them to a dog park, never take them to yeah. a doggy play group, never ever let them, when you're on walks, let them meet other dogs or people on walks, all right? You have mm-hmm. to start building the confidence between the two of you and then slowly spa- expand, you know, you doing things together as a team and she accepts it more readily. So, but the whole thing is, is to... Now, uh, like I say, st- you're doing the tricks and that's good. Play the what is this game. Set up like chairs. They set up, have the dog go under one chair and then maybe two chairs. Then throw a sheet over it. Now she's going through like a tunnel, a homemade tunnel. Oh, you know, yeah. and so, you know, everything is just is a learning experience. Now, when people come now, one thing you're going to start. Okay. Take your right hand and hold it out right now. Okay. okay. So then we're, let's say you're going to put a treat in the palm of it. Just a small treat. Okay. Now what you're going to do is kind of cup your hand. Okay, now swivel your hand to the left, all right? So now your thumb is on your right leg, you know, at arm's okay. length down, mm-hmm. okay? Okay, so now what you're going to do is you're going to teach this to the dog to come in and take a treat out of your hand, okay? And then when she does, don't pet her. Just go, thank you, very nice, and just move along. So what you want to eventually be able to get her to do that when people come into the house, they are to totally, totally ignore her and not look okay. at her, not touch her. Then if she, if you can hear a rumble in her th- in her throat, don't yep. scream at her. The, that's, she's already scared and she wants to bark them away and chase them away. So, yep. it's, but you got to acknowledge it. So what you're going to do is you're going to go, hey, 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 you be nice. Ah, 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 
be nice. You be nice. Yes, yes. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Don't say good girl. Remember, they get some all nutsy in the headsy, and it's like recess, and they're not listening anymore when you say that. So what you're after is that eventually, let's say I come over. Okay, you got her, I know, on a leash. Okay, and so then what I'm going to do is I'm going to stand maybe, what, four feet away from her? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to bend over, so I'm looking at the floor. I'm not going to look at her. I'm just going to use my right side as facing her. And I put a treat in that, my palm in my hand. I turn, turn my hand to the left. Okay, so I swiveled it to the left. And now my thumb goes on my right leg at eye level of the dog. And I'm to look at the floor. I am not to look at the dog. And then I'm just going to say, hey, what a treat. What a treat. Oh, what a treat. And what we're after is that hopefully she will come. But now we ask her once. Now she doesn't. Ask it again. Tap, tap. And then kind of treat. And now if she doesn't, then I'm not. Don't. I'm just going to kind of try to lob the treat towards her without taking my hand too far off my leg. I don't want her to feel like the defensive move that my hand came out to give her the treat. That's oh. going to that's mm-hmm. put her into the back depths. But see, what we're after here is that she can buck up and, and not be nervous about coming and taking a treat out of that person's hand. But that by no rate, no, you tell everybody, don't you dare. You look at the floor, don't look at the dog, and then don't try to pet her. The only way she's gonna you're going to be able to pet this dog is if she literally comes up, takes a treat, and stands her and her head's up and her tail's up like, hi, you got more treats? Uh. <laughs> and then they are never ever to pet her over the top of her head, down the back of her neck, and over the shoulders. That's a dominant oh. move. That's a dominant move. They are to only pet the dog along the side of the face, under the chin, and in the chest, or along the side. But the hand is to never go over the top of the head, down the back oh. of the neck, or the back. Okay. Because that's a dominant move, all right? And so that's mm-hmm. what. So if you could teach people how to put her a little bit more at ease and just take baby steps you go too fast you're going to start all over from square one again but it can be done as long as you stay perky and positive oh who is that can you say her name is tina oh yes that's tina oh maybe she got treat for you you know so by your demeanor you're okay with this situation but the Mm -hmm. dog it has to warm up to the human if the human makes a sudden move to say you know uh come on i'm just gonna pet you and you'll be done with this no that's not the way it works it's just, okay it's, i like that yeah yep it's mm-hmm. baby steps baby steps baby steps and then nobody if anybody wants to try to come in and pet the dog you've got to protect your dog's face and space so you know what we have uh we're in training and she has little uh, uh she's worried and so we got to work on that so you just please walk on by okay um yes and i have done that well, like when we're walking people or kids want to come up to her yeah. and it's like no we're in training thank you yes you know? <laughs> yeah exactly uh, i'd say that's what you just got to do you got to get because nobody everybody out there has no right to come up into a dog's face and space number one without asking the owner but number mm-hmm. two just because not all dog meeting other dogs and meeting other humans outside their pack is very very hard work all right, because mm-hmm. they've got to see to make sure that they are protected, that nothing bad happens to them. And so that's why. Now, do you have the invis- uh, underground fencing? I do. Okay, that's what I was, because that's why she barks and goes to the corner like she's going to rip everybody a new one. It's the total yep. frustration that she can't get to those people. And mm-hmm. so uh, that'd be another thing that you would want to work on. But right now, let's try to build the, the confidence. And you want to start building that when you speak. And like if she's taken out to go, you know, fence fight you know with somebody going by then what you're yep. going to do hey, hey hey get over here come here let's go let's go let's go you know so what you want to do is work and you may need a long line at first 
um, yeah. so that you can follow through because you don't want her to get over the edge like that because it's, she, it's not good for her health because she might have a heart attack. <laughs> and then plus, one of these times, you know what, that, that fence may not work and she could cross oh. that line and, and, yeah. and something's going to happen yep. and it's not going to be pretty. And so we got. Yep. We do try to distract her, mm-hmm. like when somebody's coming, yep. and um, get her away from that corner. If we see that somebody's walking down the street, okay. we try to distract her and move her over here to okay. this side of the yard. Nice. And then it doesn't seem to be so bad. You but bet. boy, if she just happens to be on that side when they come walking, yep. it's like, oh god, we're you know we're the bad neighbors. <laughs> yeah. If there's a clear field where the dog can see ahead and something coming, you might want to think about putting something in that particular spot that she can't mm-hmm. see around and then all of a sudden it's here. She doesn't see it coming. You know, that she can start reacting a ways before it finally gets to where it's at. You know, like in front yeah. of your place. Yeah, put something out out there. I don't know. You got um, a car, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a, a, yeah, second of a, a corner of a fence, just a corner. You know, something where she can't see it coming, and all of a sudden it's right there. So she doesn't rev rev herself up as it's getting closer. But well, let's do one yeah. at a time. Let's get her. Let's get her. You know, acclimated to try. You know, being respect. You know, that she can okay. deal with people. But just remember, yep. it's baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. And the people training for good dogs by Bit Melissa Berryman, you do well mm-hmm. to read that to try to help her. Ment- you you mentally to understand her to do better things for her okay okay yep okay well good luck all right well thank you so much I you bet you bet bye-bye bye. folks please if you got a worry ward or a dog like she's got you know maybe she gets a lot beautiful with the immediate family but outside the back that come in whether it's family friends whatever they just have a meltdown you know you guys got to do it in baby steps. You can't just throw the dog into the pit of snakes. You've got to, to uh, keep the dog on a leash so you've got control. You've got to build that dog's confidence. There's so much that has to come together. And above all, no dog parks, no doggy play groups, or put them into situations that they have meltdowns that make their problem even worse. All right, so, okay, when you come back, we're going to answer some more of your great questions. What starts with an E but only has a single letter in it? Starts with an E and only has a single letter in it. We'll be back. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday, like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater, to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select LG laundry sets at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.